You've seen Sasquatch Gang, correct? No. Oh, Sam. What is that? That is one of the movies you need to watch if you know. I hurry, you've seen it, right? Yeah. Sasquatch. Sam, you gotta watch that. Like, I'm not even kidding you. This I feel like yeah. I might have heard of this. The is, Sasquatch. This is one of my essential viewing. Okay. It's, it's in my Justin. top 10, and it's I mean, not low. I'll watch anything Justin Long's in. I'm just, I mean. He plays my favorite version of Justin Long. It is like maybe his best work. All right, I'm sold. I the saw guy a picture. who plays his little friend is like also um, the best character in film. I'm putting this on my greatest of all time list, like as we speak. <laughs> this movie did like irreparable damage to me, but worth it. I've never seen any imagery from this film. <laughs> Whoa, really? Yeah. This movie fucking rules. Like, maybe it's the best movie ever made. I might wa- I think I might watch it tonight. Wow, it's the it's Napoleon Dynamite people. It's a hit. I know it's gonna be. Yeah, it's pretty good. I've seen it. It's awesome. Hmm. Wait, wait, wait. It's on YouTube for free. What? Oh yep. yeah, I think I did watch it on YouTube. I've seen it on YouTube a couple times. Wow. This was one of my favorite movies, like when I was a kid. I found it when I was a kid and like it it holds up a little bit, not gonna lie. Yeah. I will be watching soon. This has caught my interest. Sam, I really want you to like this movie. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh my god, Uncle Rico's in it? Of course he is. Oh my god. Okay, we have to... We have to it's literally that. a who's who. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of who's who's... A better refill Mr. Franklin's glass, will you? Now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry, I won't. How about a whiskey and soda? Oh, less soda than usual, thanks. And this is wine to drink. Just a sip might improve your humor. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. No, I've had a couple. Come on, I'm not drunk. And an excellent vintage it is too. But if you're implying that I'm tipsy, sir. Welcome to Tipsy Tear. This is a podcast about horror movies and drinking if you want to. And my name is Harish. I'm Sam. And I'm Molly. Um, and today's episode is we're we're doing our home alone theme because <laughs> we're back home alone. Sad. And because of Omicron. <laughs> um And uh, because we realized that there are a lot of house based movies we wanted to watch. Yeah, and today we're watching House of the Devil. Woo! One of the best movies ever. Shit's fucked. Shit's super fucked, man. So good. Great movie. This is actually like... Because I, th- I feel like a lot of the movies that we've been doing are... Um, like at least one of us hasn't seen it. And this is one that we've all seen multiple times. Uh, is beloved. I don't know if Molly would use the word beloved. <laughs> we can talk about how I feel about this movie later. <laughs> but um, I love this movie. 
So much so that Harish and I have a poster for it in our bedroom. Yep. Yeah. I also love this movie. I watched this, um, I don't know, maybe like sophomore year of college. I don't know. It was on Netflix at one point and I watched it then. Um, yeah. And I've watched it several times since. There was one time where I like literally bought the DVD so I could, um, I could make Sydney, our friend Sydney and Samantha watch it. Yeah. At one point. <laughs> So wait, we awesome. have the DVD. Yeah, we do have the DVD. Yeah, I have the DVD. Wow. That was my first time watching it. And I've seen it at least one more time, but I feel like maybe two other times I've watched it. Um, I've seen this movie a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it several times. It's an easy, quick watch. Very light on your mind, not too heavy. That's really funny. <laughs> I've seen this movie. This is the third time I've seen it. Um, I uh, you watched it the first time in the theater, right? I did. Very lucky, lucky you. Yeah. Not when I, it came out, <laughs> but uh, no, not when it came yeah. out. Um, it was when they played it at Gateway. I think we also we saw it at Gateway, right? Yeah, but I think we went a different yeah, day. Yeah, but I was. Just, you did because i remember being really jealous you guys got to see it on film oh yeah i I literally went the next day and uh the film screening they had for it like wasn't working oh no so i had to watch it digital like a chump damn yeah i was that was i was trying to recall you know we saw a movie on film on accident like a month ago and we had to pay bullshit yeah did you really yeah they changed it we can cut that out but i was mad (laughs) We didn't mean to go to a film screening, but yeah. Um, uh, did we have a letterbox segment? Yeah. Oh yay! Nice. I got nervous there because we didn't talk about it earlier. In the- yeah. I did it at work today. Wow, you were Hell prepared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was excited about this one. People who think this movie is scary can't watch MGM releases because they get too scared when the lion roars. <laughs> Molly. Wow. Um, two, two and, and a half. half. One star. This person sucks. Oh my god, wow. <laughs> That's a good burn though. <laughs> the scariest part of this was the Lena Dunham cameo. Yep. <laughs> Did you write that, Molly? Uh, I uh, two stars. Uh, one and a half. Three stars. I like one of the tags this person did. It says, why do horror movies hate babysitters so much? <laughs> and it's actually a really good trope. And it's explained by um, babysitters representing some, like, kind of intrusion on motherhood. Ah. Like a subversion of motherhood. I read a whole article about I this. Would, I'm not telling it right. I would be like, interested in that. It was for my horror class. I can send it to you, but there's this whole trope about babysitters being like this like perversion of motherhood and it's not quite right. And like the absence of a mother, like you need a babysitter when there's an absence of a mother. So the babysitter is the one demonized. I love, I eat that like horror motherhood shit up. So I, I like that. Anyways. Yeah. I'll send that your way if I can find it. They talked about it. I forget what movie we did it for. Hell yeah. But Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, actually. It was Halloween. Nice. Um, it's, I wish Greta Gerwig was my wife o'clock. <laughs> Four and a half. Three and a half. 
Three stars. Boo. Boo. Samantha and Megan are girlfriends, and you can't convince me otherwise. I am also convinced. Um, three and a half. Uh, four. Five stars. Wow, oh yes. Nice. This is from our good friend Quinn Wright. Sometimes you just need a little Greta Gerwig with feathered hair to get through the day. Five stars. Oh yeah, five stars. No, no, no. Four stars. Four stars. Yes, Fuck wow. you, Quinn. Fuck you. Wow. I just remember that Quinn doesn't give five stars. Yeah. Sorry, I should have buried the lead. Yeah, you should have. <laughs> sorry. I'm a slut for movies where not much happens, but you're anxious the whole time and wondering what will happen next. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the five best genre. Uh, five stars. Four and a half. Damn it. Boo. All right. <laughs> Me and the Greta Gerbarbs out here grieving after what just happened. <laughs> Um, three and a half. Three and a half. Four stars. Damn, I almost said four. Good documentary about me and my family. Hail Satan, etc. Uh, <laughs> four. Three. Four. Yes. Yes. Watching a girl walk around for an hour and a half was a waste of time. One and a half. One star. Half a star. Boo. Boo. I've never been to a house where there's a bowl of unwrapped candy in the living room. <laughs> two? Um, two and a half. One and a half stars. Ty West was like, Jocelyn Donahue hot. Going to make movie just to stare at her. $900,000 USD budget. One. Three? Half a star. That guy sucks. I can't think of anyone less qualified to be a 911 operator than Lena Dunham. <laughs> um, three. Three. Four stars. Nice job. I got one more. This is the horror movie version of Edging. <laughs> That's my review. I think it's five stars. <laughs> you recognize your own review? <laughs> yeah. Because, I don't know, it's a joke. Sam, what do you say? What's your guess? He's, he's going to have five stars. Yeah, it was five stars. Nice job. That was Harish's review. Yeah. That's funny. That's a good review. All right. That's all I got. Great job, guys. Um, good job. That was yeah. good. I, I, it's like, I know that average people, like, not average, average people. people. <laughs> <laughs> I know that the average person. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I know that the average person probably would not be like amazed by this movie. I get that. I've accepted that. But there are way too many like three stars. Yeah, whatever. I accept that. Less than that, though. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know in the 1800s when the Lumiere brothers dropped that train movie and everyone was like, holy shit. I'm going to make a list of movies that make me feel like that. And this is going to be on it. (laughs) see more people need to have that reaction i feel like everyone <laughs> everyone thinks that this movie's so boring and i'm like no it's no, not it's, great. it's so fun yeah it's not boring at all so yeah log off but it's probably awesome because what's that review about that he want he just thought she was hot and wanted to make a movie about who it? cares I, I, I also think i was she's about hot. to say i was like that's part that's a good movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> um 
so yeah so let's get into it um uh this movie so okay this movie came out in 2009 but it doesn't look like it um but yeah it's one of those movies where they like intentionally make it look like it's from it's like an older movie um i think it's like the 80s yeah it's set in the 80s um and it's shot in film uh and the title sequence is very 80s like we get a great 80s freeze frame oh it's phenomenal um and some nice font but uh so like (laughs) you hear the name house of the devil and then you the movie opens with a shot of a girl standing in like a kitchen um and like a slow zoom on her yeah go ahead that's not how the movie opens the movie opens with that um this is like 70 percent of americans believe that satanic cults exist right such a like i want to see if i can find the whole thing yeah it's basically um uh yeah it's it's one of those like another based on a true story just like our last movie but it's like culturally people believe this totally could happen did the other one the other one i think also said something about like i don't know something about break-ins or something i think the other one just opened with text about like what was going on oh yeah 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 um but this one is more focused on like satanic cults and then Mm -hmm. it it also says something about how like 30 percent of people think that uh the reason like there's no evidence is because of government cover-ups or something like that yeah Uh, yeah and it also says that this is based on true unexplained events or something like that Mm -hmm. which is stupid because we would have known that by now (laughs) (laughs) if it were if it were like real but it's fun because i feel like in the 80s like there was pro- like lots of propaganda about oh, this yeah, kind for of stuff. Sure. So like to, yeah. to phrase it like that Satanic is like fun panic. and accurate. Yeah. Yep. There was definitely all of that. Basically like the clown hysteria. The clown hysteria. I saw one. That was real. <laughs> you saw a clown? Yes. When? On campus. Why not talking about this? I tell this story all the time anytime i'm walking across the south oval with people i point at this spot and i'm like that's the spot where i saw a clown freshman year of college or whatever year it was was 26 no i don't know whatever year of college we were in and i when was it was it like during the day it was at night at night there was just a guy in a clown yeah i think like maddie was with me or some somebody i was with somebody and we were like what the fuck (laughs) yeah but also it's a college campus yeah i mean that's like where you're gonna see that but yeah there's just clowns clowns all over a college campus (laughs) (laughs) uh anyway yeah so satanic panic was big deal um and yeah so it opens up with that message and then we're in like this house um and some your immediate thought is oh this is the house of the devil the titular (laughs) house of the devil we're here already um and then like the scene continues and she's like about to rent out an apartment and you're like oh shit she's She's gonna rent out the house of the devil can't wait for her to move into the house of the devil and then they walk out the front door and that apartment is never seen again (laughs) yep and that's fine yep it's great 
great well, little like, fake out. Sometimes I have issues when movies do that, but like it sets up the fact that she like really needs money. Oh yeah, like, in a like re- like realistic yeah. way. Yeah, for sure. It like gives her good motivation. Like you could argue that like the entire first half hour of this movie doesn't matter, but I disagree. I think it like adds a lot of like depth. Yeah. To her story and gives her motivation, but also, um, it like helps character. Like, and I, this is so stupid because this is what movies are supposed to do. But I like the characterization and contrast between her and her roommate, and it really sets her up as being responsible. Yeah. yeah. Which makes it it makes her actions make sense later. Mm-hmm. So I, I I think the beginning of this movie is good actually. And it, yeah. it also like it just does a really really good job of being like oh this is like like meeting the roommate is like oh yeah this motivates her like it's every little detail that seems unnecessary and like cuttable it's like well no it definitely plays in Mm -hmm. for sure for sure um so then uh i think she like calls her friend so she leaves like the landlady is like um you like don't worry about the deposit as long as you just give me the first month rent um you're good and she's like hell yeah because i'm poor (laughs) um so she like just goes back to campus and like calls her roommate or not her roommate her friend megan um Mm -hmm. and they have a little conversation they're girlfriends (laughs) yeah apparently her friend so i uh um uh i think we have the dvd so there was the deleted scenes and there's a deleted scene of um, the other side of that conversation of uh, Greta Gerwig's side, and it's just her like, um, it's like like close ups on her face, and her hair is in like curlers as she's talking. Oh so, my god! Wow. Yeah. What a shame that that was cut. Yeah. I know. That would have been a delight. Mm-hmm. I would have watched it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, <laughs> get the DVD. <laughs> um. Uh uh so yeah so she goes to like a bulletin board and sees that there's like a sign for babysitter needed so she's like hey job and she takes the number and also there's yeah um there's other posters a bunch of posters about like the telescope club um and like there's an eclipse today and like Stuff like that. Uh, just a lot of posters talking about the eclipse. It's a big deal. And that's how I found out about eclipses and shit back in the 80s. It was on a bulletin board. Yep. Now I just hear about it on Twitter.com. Yeah. I know those names more than I know my own grandmother. <laughs> Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, TikTok. Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. um uh yeah and like later on she talks to her friend uh her her best friend megan um in a pizza place and there is like specials related to the eclipse in the pizza place Um, amazing yeah i want it give me that give me that give me that Anyway, Every time you post a food pic, Sam, if I don't say some video about it, I'm thinking it. <laughs> Give me that. 
Um, she calls the number, but like it goes to like the answering machine. So she leaves a message and then walks away and then she's at a payphone, right? She walks away and as soon like she, she gets a little distance and then the phone starts ringing and she comes back and picks it up and they're like, Oh, Hey, uh, meet me at like this dude, like in a very like soft voice. Um, he's very like timid in the way he speaks, but also kind of like, just like, it's very odd, like very clearly a rich person. Like, yeah, go ahead. You can finish your thought. I'm just, I have something after. Like the way he talks is just like, he's very clearly a rich person. Like, and he like commands respect, I guess, but he also is very soft spoken and like, his his voice is very timid. This is so fun fact. Actually, um, I looked this up on IMDb. This is the movie that inspired the Maroon Five song. Which one? Which one? Payphone. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> no, it did not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you can look it up on IMDb like I did. You held up your hand for that whole time just to say that. <laughs> come on you don't have to tell them i was raising my hand our listeners don't need to know that if nothing else tells you about the dynamic of this podcast it's that i raised my hand mostly so i wouldn't forget to say something and also so i didn't interrupt the conversation (laughs) so you didn't interrupt the conversation that includes you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I have a te- I have a penchant for interrupting, and I'm really trying to curb the habit. Because you know what I hate? I hate being interrupted. Do you know what I do to other people every fucking day? Yeah, I, I interrupt them. <laughs> <God damn it. laughs> it's okay, I do it too. Don't feel bad. <laughs> oh, my cheeks hurt. <laughs> But so, yeah, the more you know, the house was also infested with ladybugs, but we don't know what house I'm talking about yet, <laughs> so I'm going to keep that fact for later. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, um, you can see it in some of the shots. Ooh. Wow. I was just telling Harish how annoying ladybug infestations are. Anyways, Oof. I've lived oh, through it. I've, I've had one. The dude's like, um, yeah, we got a babysitter job. Meet me at the student affairs office. And then she's like, now and then he hangs up just ghosts her um she like does some errands she checks in on her roommate um who she tried to go she tried to go back to her room earlier but like the door was locked and the roommate was like very clearly having sex there was a sock on the door um so but she comes back and the door's unlocked so she goes in gets some stuff um and then, like, her roommate's creepy, the guy who's sleeping with her, like, looks at her and is creepy towards her. Um, and then she grabs her Walkman and yeah. uh, goes and sits in front of the student affairs building and just waits. Um, and just waits and no one shows up. She got, she got stood up um and she's mad so then she goes and has pizza with greta gerwig pizza. uh and they're Honestly at this the dream 
Yep. It's great. The pizza looks delicious. It does, even though Greta Gerwig says it sucks. This pizza is nasty today. I wonder if that's foreshadowing. <gasps> oh, oh my god, it is. <laughs> yep. Um, she also says, like, they're talking about... They're basically just talking about all of uh, Samantha's problems. Um, they're like, oh, you're so poor. <laughs> um, if you need money, like I can ask my dad, she says. And she's um, like, no, I don't want to be a burden. Yeah. Megan's family's rich. Um, and so she's like, okay. Um, I can't believe that guy, that babysitter guy like stood you up. Um, and she says something, uh, Samantha says something and then Megan's like, it could be worse. The kid could be from hell. Which is another like, little ah, thing. Ah. Yeah. Um, and she also suggests going around and uh, ripping out, ripping uh, down all the like babysitter needed posters mm-hmm. around campus so he doesn't get any other calls. Um, so anyway, um, she goes back. Samantha goes back to her um, dorm and like, like, uh, uh, she tries sleeping, but um, I, she I guess she like has anxiety, so she like goes to the bathroom and cries. Well, um, her roommate's like being kind of a pill. Well, yeah, but, well, her roommate was just sleeping at this point, right? Maybe. Um. Yeah. Well, she's just. She's just stressed out about money and shit, about everything. Yeah. Um, she goes to the bathroom, turns on all of the, the faucets. So nobody hears her so crying. So nobody hears her crying. Um, but then she goes and tells herself, get a grip in the mirror. Uh, she goes back to her room and her roommate tells her that she got a call while she was gone. And, uh, so she calls the guy back and he's like, uh, sorry, I ghosted you. Um, I was actually like, we had another girl lined up, but she was unreliable, but I'll pay you double, please. Um, it's very important. Uh, so he's like, so, um, so she agrees and, she uh, her uh, you're, you you're cutting out. Doesn't matter. I said something dumb. <laughs> you want to say it again? No. Okay. We didn't hear any of it. I'm glad. <laughs> um, but yeah, Megan drives her and they continue. They just keep t- still talk about her problems and stuff. Um, they're talking about how creepy it is. Uh, there's too much eclipse talk. Megan is sick of the eclipse talk. Um, also, Megan offers to stay with her while she's there. Yeah. Um, and it's also revealed that Megan tore up all the posters. She like ripped. She has a whole stack of the babysitter needed posters because she took them. <laughs> um, so they get to the house uh, and <laughs> Megan... <laughs> points out the volvo yeah i love that because honestly i've seen this movie multiple times and i forget that that comes into it and so when she pointed out the volvo i was just like oh she likes volvo (laughs) it's the safest car on the road i just believe that that's something she would say and then they go and knock on the door and 
the door opens and like the tallest man you've ever seen is standing there. His head is out of the frame and they're like looking up at him. And you know what? In comparison, like he's tall, he's real tall, but he's not like scary tall. But for some reason, that opening introduction of him, you're like, Jesus Christ, is he eight feet tall? Right. I'm going to look up this guy. It's also because he's like on on like inside the house yeah. and they're like just on the porch so they're already like lower bad news from the zones kids he's six five not bad that is scary tall that's not i wouldn't say that's scary pretty, tall that's yeah. just that's very tall but not scary tall yeah. it is scary tall if you look if you're dressed and look like that and yeah in a creepy house that's yeah. scary. that's that's scary i'm expecting that to come lurching out at me when i'm here to babysit <laughs> yep but he's the guy from the phone. He is very quiet. Right. right. Very soft-spoken man. But also, like, very passive-aggressive. He asks... Uh, he talks about how they just got into town. They've been really busy. And they're, like, really interested in the eclipse. But they're not exactly astronomers. And they're not exactly teachers. <laughs> um, as Megan suggests. But... Mm-hmm they uh he like grabs samantha and takes her to the other room for a sidebar and he's like so uh i didn't i'm not paying for two people i'm only paying for one person and she's like and then it's really just there to make sure samantha's being like safe and that these yeah. people aren't like serial killers yeah and samantha's like oh she's just here to drop me off don't worry she's gonna leave um and then like uh the guy it talks about how he's like i'm sorry like my wife's super stressed out um and <laughs> we get this little like scene of greta gerwig alone in the other room with the bowl of open unwrapped candies in front of her um and there's just a little scene of her grabbing a bunch mm-hmm. um so the guy reveals that she's not actually babysitting a child they don't have a child they have a large adult son but he's not being babysat they really needed her to take care of their mother it's it's is it his mother the wife's mother i assume it's his mom but it's weird Mm -hmm. because they both address her light as if i mean yeah but they're like married yeah you know so it makes sense that they both would call her mom but i think it's technically they're it's his mom yeah um but yeah and so he's like he's like well nobody's gonna answer ads for elder care so we decided to put up babysitter ads because young women are more likely to to take those jobs and he's right (laughs) yep so she is freaked out and she's like uh i don't know about this and he's like okay i'll pay you more i'm not gonna pay for two people but i will pay someone four times the cost of one person yeah Um, that's true he pays her 400 fucking dollars yeah the initial price was 50 i believe yeah it was 50 and then he raises it yeah yeah he raises it to 100 when he calls her back and then um he's like okay i'll give you another hundred and she she, like just stands there he's like okay i'll give you two another 200 and she just she 
like looks at him and she's like 400 <laughs> um and so yeah he gives her 400 dollars. megan is pissed she's like dude don't do this this is fucking weird they're weird we gotta go um and samantha's like nah. it's 400 dollars, man which she's right yeah like i would do it for 400 for 400 dollars, but like mm-hmm. i mean what's wrong with the friends staying there you know like why like yeah and he didn't straight up say she couldn't he just said he wouldn't be paying for two people yeah yeah very so weird. then i would be like yeah can she please stay like <laughs> yeah please but I guess she didn't want to, like, push him anymore. But also, I feel like he probably would have said no, because ultimately, what where they were going with this. Yeah, he would have been like, um, oh, my grandmother can't handle, or yeah. she can't handle two people. She's only one. She's going to be, like, she's really particular. He would have said something like that. Um, But, yeah, so she leaves. She's like, okay, I'll come back at 1230. Um, she leaves... Uh, and then she like parks at, at a cemetery nearby to like have a, have a smoke break and she's like pissed off. She's like, Oh, fucking Samantha. Um, and she takes out her cigarette, um, and opens her window and is just like sitting there. I guess she's waiting for the, the car thing the to lighter, heat up. Yeah. yeah. A little automatic car lighter and then a hand comes in through her window with the lighter and scares the shit out of her yeah aj bowen baby aj bowen also trustworthy man in cinema from your next he plays you know the rpov character and he's also in the kill list he's in kill list yeah oh yeah oh yeah can't be trusted that man can't Can't signal Oh yeah, he is in Literally, signal. he is. Wow. Uh, I, yep, can't be trusted. Um, well, yeah, I lied. Actually, he's not in kill list. I was getting kill list and signal confused. Right, that's what I thought. Um, but yeah. Uh, so he, she's like, "What the fuck?" And he's like, "Yo, I just wanted to give you a light. You look like you needed a light." And he gives her the lighter. Um, and he, she, she uses it, and she's like, "Thanks." And he's, um, he's like, uh, it's, it's really cold out here. And she looks at him. She's like, okay, okay. <laughs> where were you anyway? Were you hiding or something? And she like continues talking and he's like, are you not the babysitter? And she's like, no, I'm not the babysitter. Bang. She gets shot so, immediately. So sudden. Literally. Yeah. So shocking. Great. And that happens 37 minutes into the movie. So, uh, a movie like, where like not much has happened yet. So that's like yeah. incredibly shocking. Yeah. It's terrifying. It's been like very chill so far. Um, and that's the first like big thing that happens. And it's great. Um, yeah. So Greta Gerwig's dead, unfortunately. She out of here. Yep. So cut back to uh, Samantha, uh, and she is talking to the guy. They're about to leave. Um, the guy's like, I left a number for pizza on the fridge. 
Um, oh, I also, I left the number for pizza on the fridge. Oh, I said that already, didn't I? He really wants oh, her to know about that pizza. I must be going mad or something. I don't know. I'm going to go talk to my wife. He goes upstairs and he's like, don't worry. Everything will be okay after this. Um, just after tonight, it'll all be fine. Um, so Samantha's like listening at the bottom of the stairs and then she goes and sits down and then directly across from where she's sitting um a woman comes out uh and it's it's the wife and you thought she was upstairs but no she's she's here and samantha's like wait weren't you up there and uh the wife's like no i was getting a fur coat they're in the basement and she says uh her name is vivian ullman um, and I do not trust her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she like asked some questions about her. Uh, um, Samantha says she's a sophomore and then she's like, I bet the boys really like you. Um, and then like starts like going on about that. Yeah. About how her mother must be worried. Um, which is interesting. Cause I feel like she was like trying to gauge her reaction to see if she was a virgin. Cause like they probably need a virgin That's for the sacrifice. True. Cause she you is know? kind of weird about it all. Like I didn't notice that until like this viewing, but like, I don't know the way that scene played out. I felt like that was what she was trying to do, which is pretty cool. Yeah. That tracks. Um, but if you, if you don't know what's going to happen later on, like it's still just like a woman being like Strange. weird. Yeah um so yeah so they leave and the guy's like oh yeah by the way i left um the number for the pizza place on the fridge uh and they leave she tries to call megan but uh megan has one of those prank answering machine uh messages where she's like hello gotcha uh, i'm not here haha <laughs> okay um so she tries calling her a few times but Megan, of course, doesn't pick up, and she's like, whoa, Megan, are you not home yet? Come on. Um, so she calls the pizza place uh, and gives them the address, and the guy's like, oh, yeah, East Beaufort Street. Nice. Um, she orders a medium pepperoni pizza, and it's $8. And which, we had a whole conversation about if that price seemed accurate. It seems expensive for the time, but maybe it includes delivery costs. They also like it seems like they're kind of out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Like if we're thinking, let's say four dollars for a medium pizza, four dollars for delivery. Yeah. That doesn't seem crazy. You look at I can't go to Donato's without getting a sixteen dollar pizza. Oh plus I know. Who yeah. knows how much it's Oh yeah. Day. But yeah. That's like Donato's. If you think about like Domino's right now, you can get like a six dollar pizza. And I mean like with delivery and stuff, it would be like ten or twelve dollars probably, but like I guess a like a local place wouldn't be that cheap. But it's also the eighties and candy was like candy was like fucking twenty five cents, cents, right? Yeah. So um pizza had to have been pretty cheap a large yeah. pizza in the 80s was about 750 oh okay a large and she orders a medium so that's but maybe more that was expensive just for the pizza. with tip i'm yeah. going to the 1982 price archives from brick oven pizza right now i feel like that's accurate yep 750 for a large pizza 
all right, I guess that is accurate. It just felt wrong. They keep saying, like, I've heard the phrase seven fifty for a large pizza probably, like, I'm just scrolling through, right, uh, six times, seven, wow. eight times, it's nine just times. Like, it's just like how that guy wanted you to remember. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's pizza on the fridge. There's a number on the fridge. Uh, yeah, anyway, so she orders the medium pepperoni peach to still overpriced, I think, if a large is seven fifty, <laughs> Unless that cost includes delivery, which then... Then, then it's that understandable. Seems, that makes sense. Anyway, then she just explores the house. There's a kid's room with, like, a cowboy mural. Um, she's just exploring. She watches the news and... They're talking about like the eclipse and also they there's going to be a scary movie <laughs> right after the news. And then they have this like awkward news banter that goes on for a little bit too long. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> she like it's like they both don't want to give the other one the the last, the last word. Um he's like so get your popcorn. I'll have it. I like it with butter. <laughs> and they mm. keep going back and forth. It just goes like a little bit too long. Um yeah. it's hilarious. So yeah, so she's bored. Um so at this point she starts dancing around with her headphones on. Um having a great time. This is a great scene. Like none of this is boring to me at all. Like I don't know. It's all it's well I think the thing is you got that thing about cults at the beginning. So you spend this whole time even though it's like right. relaxed and calm you're like when is the cult coming right. in? Oh. Yeah. I actually have a counterpoint. I forget about that every single time I watch this movie. Really? You know why? Because I'm about to black out due to stress. I didn't talk about it at the beginning, but this, in my opinion, this is the horror movie that scares me the most. Yeah. It scares the shit out of me. That just cracks me up. I was scared the whole time. I was not comfortable. Mm -hmm. Fucking freaking me out. We're not even at, like, the super scary part yet, but, like, the whole situation. So, I'm, like, I have already forgotten that there's cult stuff, and I'm just, like, waiting for, I don't even know. I'm just waiting for that, like, creepy woman upstairs to start doing something. You expect something to go wrong with the creepy woman upstairs. You're, like, the whole time you're stressed out. Um, but it's really just like her just chilling. (laughs) Um, but yeah, the first time you watch it for me, like the first time you watch it, you're stressed out the whole time. But like now that I've watched it several times, it's like I'm hanging with my friend. It is fun. (laughs) It's just fun to watch. Like it's not, it's even, even though I'm not like stressed out because I know nothing's gonna happen um like i still like enjoy watching the movie because it's just fun it, oh i don't know this one just gets to me man we spent like a good chunk of this time like while she's at the house just talking about like the do's and don'ts of what she's doing and like if Ooh. we would like what situations we'd be comfortable like exploring the house what we wouldn't later when she gets the headphones out i was like absolutely not and like so it was it's like it's everything she's doing is boring but like mm-hmm. our minds like we're wondering you know and filling in like the what would you do situations which i think is what they were wanting when they i mean that's you know it's kind of the right. effect it gives 
Yeah. I don't know. Shit's fucked. I oh, this movie stresses me out. She um so as she's dancing around the house, she goes upstairs, knocks over a vase. Um so yeah. that ends the dance scene. Uh so she cleans up again like when she knocks over the vase you expect something bad to happen you expect a grandma to come out or something but nothing nothing did we mention by the way that the song she's listening to is an absolute banger yeah um, the fix um what's it called one it's uh one thing leads to another by the fix it's two x's slaps yeah, so it's good. a great song. Anyways, Sam said it's the new "Love My Way," it and is. I'm inclined to agree. Well, actually, it could also I equate it with um in your next that song "Looking for the Magic." I listen to oh, that yeah. song all the goddamn time. I love that song, and it just makes sense that this one clicks because it's the same fucking people. Yeah. Nice. Um. So she is cleaning up the the vase, uh, and then she. It, there's like a door right in front of her. She opens the door and it's a closet with fur coats. And she's like, wait a minute. Oh (laughs) yeah. This is the one part that like kind of annoys me because like they over explain it. Um, she's like, Oh, (laughs) she said they were in the basement. (laughs) And then she like finds a trash bag full of photos and it's like a different family in front of like a different car. And it like cuts to uh, not a different car. It's the Volvo. Oh yeah. They're in front of the Volvo. Um, and, uh, it cuts to Greta Gerwig pointing out the Volvo and it just shows a little flashback of that. And yeah, shows, we actually didn't need that. We didn't need that because then right after that, she like leaves and goes out and checks uh, and the Volvo's gone because the other people left in it. But in the back, there's another van. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we, I think that's like a little bit much, but I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> She tries calling Megan again, but nothing. nothing. Hello? Oh! Gotcha. She's got one of those. Megan's one of those characters. Yep. You think you're getting her phone, but uh, psych, you got pranked. You got pranked. (laughs) Um, uh, so yeah she she grabs a knife uh and then she goes to the bathroom and (laughs) lays toilet paper on the toilet seat before she sits down um it's her character it's perfect fastidious queen yep um she uh and then she like closes the door and then there's a bang and then she opens the door and grabs the knife Hmm. and uh, this is the part like already i'm not on board for this I'm out. I'm done. Nope. Absolutely not. Yeah. It's over. Cut she, it clo- or cut it short. Mm-mm. Get out. She goes upstairs um and then goes up to a door and listens to it. Um and she's like, "Oh, is everything okay? Uh like are you okay?" And then the camera like goes uh, onto the other side of the door. And it reveals that there's a dead body, like, like in the center of a pentagram. And it looks like there was a, like, sacrifice. And then there's two other dead bodies uh, on the side. I feel like the one in the center is the kid of the family, right? 
Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, it's very creepy. And like, she doesn't see it. Only the audience, only we get to see it. So here's your like first like real proof that something fucked up is going on. And that's the part where I remembered, oh yeah, I remember that stuff from the beginning about the satanic cult. Yep. (laughs) The doorbell rings. And she she runs out, uh, opens the door, grabs the pizza, throws the money at the pizza guy, and then closes the door and hides. She presses against the door and then presses the pizza box up against her chest and yeah. clutches it as she slides down the door. And I'm like, you're ruining that pizza. Yeah. Girl, what are you doing? Don't turn it. Don't turn it vertical. Come on. Keep it horizontal. Amateur hour over here. But then outside the door... We get a slow tilt up and reveal that the pizza guy is <gasps> AJ, AJ Bowen, Bowen, the guy with the gun from earlier. And he's all sinister and he like peeks in the window and he's all creepy looking. Yep. Uh, yep. And so she she tries calling Megan again, but can't. nothing. Um so she tells herself to get a grip turns on all of the lights in the house she goes around turns on all the lights and then sits in one corner um and eats her slice of pizza uh and she turns on the tv but it's night of the living dead so she's creeped out and turns it off they could use that movie because it was free license yep um she also she also um there's also like a few shots of like shots of her from outside and it's like filmed in shaky cam yeah so it kind of looks like a pov shot and then you see the other angle like looks directly like at uh so you see her right in front of the window so you can see outside the window so the whole time i'm watching the window to see if i can see if there's someone out there watching her and of course there's no one (laughs) smh i was hoping it was like gonna be like a to an eagle-eyed viewer you'll notice no, this you'll just be stressed out which is fine <laughs> yeah it's great nope. um so she the pizza tastes weird so she goes and spits it out um and like drinks some water and then like she notices a noise from the sink um so she goes upstairs uh, and all the lights are turned off upstairs. Um, so she turns on the lights slowly and goes to the bathroom and listens to the sink. Um, and also uh, hears like the noise, I think. Um, but then she looks over to the bathtub and <gasps> decides to walk over to the bathtub. And in the bathtub, there's just a bunch of clumps of hair. Gross. It's scary yeah it's very creepy um it's weird because like the sound effect for the uh, jump scare happens before the reveal there's like she like is walking up to it and then she like sees it and there's like uh, a huge sound effect like on her reaction but then it it cuts to the reveal of the of the hair. I don't know. It was I weird. It. Yeah. Very creepy. Uh, but also like what, why was it there? Where, who did they yeah, shave? You know, 
It's the. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Well, go I was going to say, I think it's like the wife's. The wife's hair. wig. Yeah. It is. But, like, why was it being cut? Because, like, her hair was clearly, like, hair loss, and this hair was clearly, like, cut, cut. or ripped out or something, in my opinion. I think it's some Satan hair losing shit. None yeah. of my business. Because she's wearing a wig, so did she just, like, cut the wig and leave the. I thought the she thing? was just older and, like, she had white hair. But then, then where's the black was- hair and the. Where's the black hair coming from? I, I have know. a great explanation for this. That's my question. Does anyone else remember Quinn Wright's Halloween party when he went as um from Jurassic Park? Laura Dern? Laura Dern? Yep. And there was wig hair everywhere in that bathroom. Oh my god, that's the <laughs> That's the <laughs> night that Maddie and Emily did that bathroom rates video and they found hair in the trash can yeah. and they thought it was real hair. Oh my god, that video is so funny. In the trash so that's can. the explanation. Clearly Quinn Wright had had a Halloween party at that house earlier. And cut the wig. Yep. But that yeah, was for you, Quinn. I don't know if she like that was her hair that she lost. If she cut the wig, I don't yeah. know. It's creepy though. It's or un- maybe it's they made the wig. They like shaved someone's hair and that would made be weird. the wig. I but don't I don't know. know. It's not explained. It's just creepy. I don't know. It's fine. Whatever. So she goes. She keeps going upstairs. I don't know if there's a reason or what, but she goes upstairs. She's turning on all the lights, and then she goes to like the attic. And there's like a light hanging on like one of those hanging switches. Um, and she like pulls it and the light turns on and immediately the entire power goes out. Awful. Uh, it's over. I'm out of the fucking house. Fuck you, grandma. Ain't happening. It's creepy. She like she's hiding like she's covering up her eyes and like sitting on the ground on the stairs um and just like i'm not trying to see anything she's literally like trying not to peep because she's so afraid of what could be around yeah. her which relatable like and then there's like a scratching noise of on like wood that she hears and she goes turns towards it and it's just like very creepy and then like the upstairs door opens uh, and you get a creepy little hand um, opening the door. Horrible. Uh, and then she starts to like start to fall asleep. She starts to get like really drowsy and she start- tries to run downstairs. But like she gets really drowsy and then like falls asleep and uh, falls unconscious. And uh, so the screen's black and then we we get flashes of this moon in like a red color because it's, it's an eclipse a red moon flashing a few times and there's flashes of a candle and then flashes of her and she's tied up and she's like inside like a pentagram circle um and she's doing that shit uh she's uh tied up and um so reveals all of the people that we've seen um the old man is there the tall man tall old man is there the wife is there uh their large adult son aj bowen is there (laughs) their large adult son stop (laughs) and then the granny comes out but the granny is like some sort of demon she's not like a a deer goat face fucked up yes terrifying 
I saw that in my nightmares the night after I watched this movie. I could not get her face out of my head. Why are you rolling your eyes at me? I'm not. I was looking at something. I swear I'm not rolling it. Like, I think she's creepy, too. I don't think she's that creepy, but I think she's pretty creepy. She fucked me up, man. Yeah, she's creepy. I think she's a little beautiful in her own way. (laughs) She looks cool. Yeah. Props to the designer. Yeah, and, like, we don't get a lot of, like, direct shots of her. They're all, like, from an angle, so you barely see her face. Um, and then, the like, later on, we get a lot of flashes of close-ups on her face, but they're, like, quick flashes, so you barely see anything. So, like, it doesn't... It's not revealing too much, yeah. but it's just enough to be creepy. Um, so this, this old lady uh, draws in blood on on samantha's stomach as she's tied up she draws a pentagram and circles or like a circle around it and she has she gets like this goat skull type of thing um and like cuts her arm the old lady cuts her own arm um and like bleeds into Into the skull And then she like ma- she like writes something on Samantha's forehead, and then takes the goat skull and uses it to pour the blood into Samantha's mouth. Fuck that! And Samantha's freaking out. Uh, she like is shaking, and she breaks free of the ropes and like uh, pushes over the old lady. Um, the old lady like she she says she makes some weird noise. Right? She, like, screeches or something. Yeah. But, yeah, anyway, she runs away. Um, AJ Bowen chases her uh, and tries to grab her, but she, like, pokes there's his eye. Little, there's a little kerfuffle, and she literally shoves her thumb into his eye. It's disgusting. Yep. She runs out, uh, and she sees Megan's dead body is there. Uh, she keeps running. She grabs the knife. Uh AJ Bowen eventually catches up with her and like shoots her and then she slashes his throat uh, and she tries to run away but she like has like flashes of the creepy old lady um, are in her head like uh, it's like hurting her because uh, these like intrusive thoughts of this creepy lady are, are scaring her yeah. um, so she like <laughs> runs upstairs and the mom the mom finds or not the mom uh well mrs ullman uh the wife she finds her son dead throat slashed and she's sad (gasps) sad. she goes upstairs um out here um i get the i said this the only thing i really get super super upset about is um she just doesn't take the fucking gun from him when yeah. she goes up in the attic. Yeah, she just leaves the gun. Yeah, that is She's a just fool's running. mistake. Yeah, yeah, she should have taken the gun, but no, uh, Mrs. Ullman has the gun, and she says it can't be stopped. Um, you won't be able to stop it. Uh, but then, uh, like the eclipse happens, and she like turns and looks out the window and she she's looking like directly at the moon causes her own downfall and she's like talk to me lord talk to me talk to me um she's trying to talk to the eclipse and then she gets stabbed samantha uses this opportunity to stab her um she tries calling the police but um she 
gets flashes of the old lady and so she just runs out the house she runs to the cemetery um and the old man chases her um uh and she like hears a bunch of voices in her head and she's like what did you do to me and he's like um they're calling to you uh it can't be stopped now i don't know he just like has some dramatic speech um basically telling her she's fucked yeah it's all over too late can't be helped and And so she says all right then (laughs) okay and then she shoots herself she holds the gun up to her head and shoots it and then it goes black um and then we cut to we're in a hospital and the tv's on and there's a news report and the news report is talking about how the moon exited the sh- the sh- Earth's shadow faster than it and went into the possible. Earth's shadow. Yeah, faster like than they thought possible before um, uh, during the eclipse. So, yeah, whatever happened to her like fucked up the eclipse. Um, and she's in the hospital and uh, she's lying in the bed and the nurse comes to check in on her and the nurse says, "Don't worry, you're gonna be just fine." both of you and little like pats her stomach that's so fucked. now she's pregnant with absolutely fucked the antichrist or whatever smh honestly most fucked up ending you could hand to this poor girl what mm-hmm. the hell Mm-hmm. and this drives it home why it's the scariest fucking movie of all time yeah it hits everything i'm scared of being in a big creepy house with something that i can't see that person being some like unseen elderly figure who just shuffles around yeah, and who I can kind of hear bump around sometimes hair in the bathtub like that. And then like being pregnant, Pregnancy. it's just the worst possible combination for me. Absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. This poor girl, she just wanted to make rent. It's great. Cause there's, <laughs> There's uh there's like an like 70 minutes of build up um with like a few little like moments of like really shocking moments but like 70 minutes of build up and then 20 minutes of just horror like pure um like really quick uh it's great Were you going to say something yeah, Sam, ever since you said that, I'm thinking about how the Rent characters would react in this situation. They wouldn't be there. They, yeah. wouldn't, even, they wouldn't even care enough to go get a babysitting gig. Are you kidding me? They have That's a whole song fair. about how they're not doing that. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, um, no, I like this movie. It's good. Like, There's a lot that doesn't happen, but it's just a pleasant ride. And then it just goes hard, right turn, mm-hmm. like whole other ballpark yeah and i like that change and you're stressed out the whole time we should have said this earlier but like it really is better if you go in not knowing anything about it yeah and it's not because there's any like big spoilers like knowing a spoiler won't ruin it but just like knowing that because nothing really happens but it really like is very stressful so knowing that nothing happens the whole way through um like might ruin it if you're bored the whole time but if you're like stressed out the first time you watch it 
um, and you don't know what's yeah, going to happen, that's true. Then it's it's great. But yeah. Should we do segments? Sure. I have one more thing I want to talk about. Oh yeah, because something else that like really fucking creeps me out is that I cannot get a grasp on the, how this house is laid out, and it is so creepy to me because I don't know where anything is, and I think a lot of that like adds to why I think this is the scariest movie of all time is because I cannot just like picture where and just what and what's happening. It works. Right. It works really well. The house is super fucking creepy, even though it's a, it kind of is just a regular big scary house. It's, it's a, a big, big house. house, yeah. And there's a lot of just like random cuts to a different room, so you don't really see how everything connects together. And then, like in the end, she like runs through it, and you're like confused uh, the whole time because like you you don't see you've never seen like the corridors and stuff there's like one main corridor upstairs and then other than that it's mostly just like individual rooms that you get to see but yeah yeah it's oh the house just creeps me out so segments what would you do um first right off the bat i'm not in this situation yeah um you won't find me here (laughs) nope the second they say it's i guess i don't know i can see how she got talked into it if i didn't know this was a horror movie i could maybe see myself like doing it if it was a regular house like a duplex or something but not if it's this house you know and also probably not in retrospect my i get i'm really good at picking up on my like that internal gut feeling of when something is scary is pretty good for me. So maybe I'd get maybe I'd catch a heinous vibe and dip out. Aside from that, let's say let's say I'm lured in through the power of money. Um, mm-hmm. I'm out immediately the second I hear some rustling around. <laughs> immediately the second I'm like, this ain't right. So I guess I guess maybe I'd survive. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly probably wouldn't call wouldn't answer a call for a babysitting gig. I mean, she needs the money fast, so like maybe I'd consider it, but I'd I'd weigh in all options first. Um but then when I got there, I'd be really creeped out, but I would probably try to insist that Megan stays. Um Yeah. yeah. But that would probably be what I do and then if I got talked out of that and the $400 presented to me would make me stay. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I could see myself actually like staying at that point and getting trapped in this, but the second the power goes out, I would, well, you're already done. Cause yeah, like, by, the time, by the time the power goes out, it's over. They put like sleeping, they put whatever chemicals in the pizza. Yeah, I would that's make why it, it to tasted that. weird. I would make it to the pizza, too. And that's why they kept insisting on the pizza, on the number. If it were me, if I'd already had pizza that day, I would have simply ordered Thai food. She did already have but pizza also, that like, day. But also, like, it's... You don't have all the phone numbers, you know? You have to find a phone book. And then, like, what else? What can you order? Pizza's pretty much the only thing other than i guess chinese food um the only thing you can get delivered and this is like also in the middle of the nowhere so like i would just go with what the easy option is 
I guess it's the Fair number enough. on the number on the fridge. But yeah, um, yeah, I I think this movie does a lot of that kind of like uh, foreshadowing and stuff, but also like setting up stuff that like gets revealed later on, like the pizza thing. You don't really get it, and then she just like falls unconscious out of nowhere at the end and like mm-hmm. that's an example of of something that's like not over explained um unlike the volvo thing like if if the volvo thing were as subtle as the pizza thing i would it like would it a lot better, more yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway so in this situation if i were in her sh- like situation i probably would act the same way as her um like maybe if i didn't have my own car and i didn't have like an easy way of leaving maybe that would um maybe i wouldn't take the job but also Mm -hmm. like if i really needed that money four hundred dollars is a lot of money a lot of money and you're only Mm -hmm. staying there till 12 30 you're not even staying there like all night it doesn't seem that bad. Yeah. I know. I get that. This Wait. movie also will inform every single career decision I make going forward. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I never want to get a job where I'll be put in the position of taking care of an old person in a creepy large house. We never yeah. see the the granny. It's so funny. Oh, the whole time you're freaked out by when's the granny going to show up and then you never see the granny. Well, I assume that the granny yeah. was the goat lady. But like, was she there the whole time? Really? Like, because she, she could have not been there. As was, far as we know, she wasn't there. She was like resting. Was she was prepping the, the area. Bustling around. Yeah, yeah, I guess. They were prepping like, they were prepping the sacrifice area. Where did the other two go? They were just <laughs> walking around the neighborhood killing time. Why did they do that? They could have just knocked her out the second Yeah, that's a good point. Why did they do the leaving? I don't you gotta know. go on date night. Come on. Well, it's also like they have to wait for the eclipse. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um Just knock her out extra good. Yeah, I don't know. And also, like, did they have another... Did they try another sacrifice or something on a different day? Or was that just, like... I think they had another babysitter and she bailed. No, no, no. The, like, other... The dead bodies that that we see that she oh. doesn't see, that was, like, another well, person. Well, was just the family that lived there that yeah, they but, killed. But, like, what? if you're just killing the family to steal the house, do you need to do the sacrifice yeah, as well? Know, like, what... Weird. What was the point of that sacrifice? Yeah. I Go guess ahead, Molly. I don't have anything I lied. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Who cares? It's good. It's a good movie. <laughs> um, so what uh, is our next segment? The acting award? Acting awards? Who wants to explain them? I'll explain. Oh, yeah. oh. oh, go ahead. Go. Nope. Yeah. Um, so we have three acting awards. Uh, we have, they're named after actors from Supernatural. <laughs> um, not my choice. <laughs> uh, oh. 
Hello. So there's the and also the awards are based on how good the movie is and not really related to the actor at all, the acting. But there's the Jared Padalecki Acting Award for Excellence in Acting, which we give to a good actor in a good movie. Mm-hmm. Then there's the Jensen Accolade, uh, with You Tried Your Best in a Shitty Movie. Very good. Where the movie's bad, but the acting is, they tried their best. And then there's the Mishioker Award for a movie that we don't really care about, but there was someone did a decent job. I would like to say really quick that hearing you do the awards is like hearing Molly try to introduce the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I would equate them as that. <laughs> weird everyone has their segment strengths you know molly's much better at the awards harisha's much better at introducing the podcast i'm just taking it easy man i don't have a prepared script (laughs) i'm just going at my own pace anyway so we're all giving this to jared right who are we yeah, giving 100%. it to? Oh, a Jared. The main girl. I actually think I want to give it to the creepy tall guy. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's really good. I mean, obviously she carries the movie, but like, yeah. God, he's just so believable. Yeah. This is a tough pick. Like, it, you're right. They're both like, I'm stuck between the two of them. I'm giving it to Jocelyn Donahue. I'm going to give it to the old man. Tom Noonan. Tom. I'll also go Jocelyn Donahue. She makes a great final girl. She is. Yeah. She should have had... I know she's, like, in other stuff, like, but she should have been bigger than she has gotten. Like, she deserves more parts. She's in The Shining, mm-hmm. too. She's... Okay, Doctor she plays Sleep. somebody's mom in Doctor Sleep. Like, that's... Yeah. She plays the main kid's mom. Give her bigger parts. Um, but, yeah. Uh, uh, villain ranking? Villain ranking. So... This versus the strangers. I'm putting the cult above. My cult is number one. Any reasoning? Uh, I don't know. They're just more interesting than the strangers to me. Uh, and they like we actually get to know them. <laughs> <laughs> so you like to know you like to get to know your killers. Yeah. I'm keeping the strangers at one. Because The Strangers is like, what this movie is to Molly, I think The Strangers is to me. Like, it really, really gets me. Um, I still believe that I have a fighting chance in this film, um, even though I know that's wrong. But in The Strangers, I'm, like, convinced I would not make it. Yeah, I'm going to put this at my number one. This is the scariest movie ever made, specifically to scare me, it feels like. No, I'm joking. I'm not a narcissist. But... Yep, they're number one. I'm. I'll watch this movie probably anytime somebody talks about it, but I will have the same like reaction every time. In that, honestly, I'm gonna probably watch something light to come down from this one. I don't have to do that for most movies I watch, but I'm gonna put on something easy. That's valid. This is this can be a scary movie. You know, it's a hard time. It's haunt. It's terrifying to me. Rating? What are we rating out of? Pizza. 
Pizza. Pizza. I like pizza. I like that one. Oh, I'm a genius. Let's do it. Pizzas. <laughs> How many pizzas? Um, I feel like I know everybody's answer. I'm giving it 10 out of 10. I love this movie. I think it's a perfect film. Um, I, I, it's, it's great. I, I don't have much else to say. Like, it's great. It's aesthetically pleasing. I've recommended this movie to so many people that I know when I explain it to them, they like don't have an interest. And I'm like, I swear, I swear it's a great movie. Please watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously a 10. This is one of the greatest movies ever made. It's like beautifully shot. I love the whole, um, mission that it does to make a movie set in the 80s that still looks like an 80s movie it does it perfectly and it's terrifying um i'm also giving it a 10 i don't care it's great it's perfect hell yeah we got one Um, it golden reel it um it's it's just like a really good movie and like yeah it is slow like and yeah like it it really is mostly just about like making you tense. Um, but it really all, it all pays off at the end and it's just like so good. And, and it's just like extremely entertaining and it looks great for, um, to me. Um, I just like hanging out with these characters. Um, Mm -hmm. and so it's not boring at all. Uh, so yeah, 10 out of 10. Good shit. I love that we spend this time talking about how much how good we think this movie is and we keep being like, but it's not boring. We swear it's not boring. Like Well, I just say that because like people on Letterboxd say it's boring. And I like I, I that is yeah. the main complaint about it that I've heard. Um is that people think it's very slow and boring. But it's not. <laughs> this movie isn't. It's an hour and a half long slow burn panic attack. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what it's for. And sometimes you need that in a movie, you know? Yep. All right. Uh, anybody got any recommendations? I have a few, but not very many. I have um, some. I can start. Yeah, go for it. Um, Black Christmas mm. is oh, good. one of them. I think visually, and then also I think this character could very easily have been plucked from a Black Christmas movie and put in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. She looks like one of them. You're next. Uh, Absolutely. That was on mine. Um, I'm going to say I have the next four all kind of fit a theme for me, and it's something that this movie checks off for me as well. Um, Hereditary. It Mm. follows the killing of a sacred deer in the autopsy of Jane Doe. They're all movies that have such a creeping, like, chilling, mm-hmm. like, saturation of tension and stress and anxiety when you're watching them. And then when stuff does happen, it, like, is, it goes, like, off the wall. Yeah. So all those movies do a really great job of creating this really unsettling, like, scary feel. Um, and, yeah, I just, I think this is another one of those. It Follows is one of the scariest movies ever made for me as well. Um, This movie and that movie especially, they're really great if you want to just be on the edge of your seat the whole time. Yeah. Like, even when nothing's happening and it follows, like, you're always looking out for the thing following. For this one, it's always in the back of my mind that somebody else is in that house. Like, even when she's dancing and grooving and you're like, yeah, I like this song. 
there's somebody else in that house. Yeah. And that scares the shit out of me. Yeah. Oh, I hate I hate that. I hate that. Um, I only have a couple. Um the others. Um <gasps> It's not like the same exact like it's 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 like house based, which would be great. That's a kind of another boring movie, but that would be a great house based movie to do. Um, nice. I'm talking about the one with Nicole Kidman. Obviously, that's like based mm-hmm. off of like a classic uh, horror story. That's name I cannot think of right now. Does anyone know what it is? What the others? Yeah. Uh, is it the? turning of the screw yeah 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 yeah, that's it that's it um and then the other one that i wanted to mention is the like the haunting series that mike flanagan does for netflix so like the haunting of hill house and then the haunting of bly manor which the haunting of bly manor is based off of the works of the person who wrote the turning of the screw whatever i think i'm pretty sure shirley jackson yeah 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 um so those are both like thematically and like the story themselves are different but like i still get the same like creepy vibe because like though that show is about like the location and so like yeah. it's very house-based i have another one but i feel like harish wants to suggest it probably so I'll what is it oh yeah um well yeah so there is the innkeepers which is the other thai west movie that i've seen um it's all right i mean it's not it's not nearly as good as this movie. It's, I mean, it's n- not even that. I wouldn't even say it's like a great horror movie. It's just, it's fine. It's entertaining, I guess. Uh, Sarah Paxton <laughs> is in it. And, uh, I do love her. Uh, yeah. She's the main person. She's, she's the J- Jocelyn Donahue of that movie. <laughs> um, and it's pretty much the same just running around uh but not as good anyway uh i also wanted to recommend the amityville horror uh which is uh, kind of like what i expected this movie to be but yeah that's which it wasn't that's accurate um then i had one other one but i can't remember uh oh uh i was gonna say the descent Ooh. just because that's also like stressful the whole time and it's not even because you're worried about monsters it's just because they're like climbing and like cave diving and it's very scary <laughs> so yeah that's a good one um those are all my recommendations i got one more recommendation um watch attack on titan please (laughs) it's the latest show i've been watching it's really good not it uh that's just a general recommendation not a recommendation for the movie right sure (laughs) um yeah and you can follow me at not a credit card and everything you can get me at Save Our Shaggy. That's a Scooby Doo reference on everything. You can get me at Midsummer Queen on Letterboxd. And I changed my Twitter at to Chainsaw Molly, which is a get this Chainsaw Man reference. It's not even a reference. I was just like, what if I made Chainsaw Man my personality and Twitter handle? I think I'm going to change it back. We'll see. It doesn't fucking you matter. You said that about Midsummer uh, Queen for a long time, though, and that one stuck, so. 
I don't like it. I don't like anything. All the stuff I like, all the good usernames are taken. You know, you know how hard it is to be a Donnie Darko fan online. Oh, I know. I'm I the understand. real. I'm the real. Like, I'm being oppressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry for your. Suffering. I'm the victim. Um, and you can follow the show at Tipsy Terror on Twitter, Tipsy Pod at Gmail dot com, and. If you want to email us, tipsyterror.com, tipsyterror.rip, tipsyterror.wtf, tipsyterror.pub. And those are our links. And that's it. Bye. Bye. Bye.